Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. It's Yaz. How you doing tonight? And tonight's podcast is going to be about 90 Day Fiance the other way. They just had the new episode tonight, so we're going to talk about it. So let me jump on in. First, I'm going to start out with Jenny and Samit in, in, in uh, India. So let's start. You see Jenny there. She's a basket case. She found out Samit is, ma- is married. So now she's, she realizes, what is she going to do there? He's married. So she's got to go home. And he shows up to say goodbye to her. He's got to sneak out because he's like this little wuss that is afraid. And of his, you know, father-in-law and everybody. So he sneaks out to go see Jenny and he's like, I'm so sorry. I feel bad and everything. Well, you know what? You should feel bad. You dragged this woman all the way from the U.S. She spent all that money to come over there. She leaves her job, leaves her family only to find out that you're married. I mean, how long could you leave that a secret? He He's just like, He's a very weak person, and what he did was really, really creepy to bring her over there. It goes back to what I was saying, like, when you're dealing with somebody, guys, you have to look into their background because people are not always who they appear to be. I say it all the time. You know, that's a lot of the problems that I see on 90 Day Fiance and just in everyday life. People always take someone for face value instead of really looking into the person's background and looking deep into the person and what they're about. And, you know, I hate to say it, but you have to be a detective. You got to check out who you're dealing with, who you're dating, because so many people lie today. So he's like, he's feeling bad and he should feel bad that he dragged her all the way to India and she's she's just broken hearted and you have to feel bad for the woman. You know, she seems like a very, very sweet woman, Jenny, um, but she's naive. She's 60 years old. She's naive. She thought he was this good hearted and she still thinks he's this good hearted guy. Even after everything she's been through, the woman can't even say anything really bad about him. She's pretty much like saying, well, you know, that's his culture and everything. Okay, we know it's his culture, all right, that he can't go against his family. But what he did to drag you all the way to India, he should have been honest with her and at least said to her before she went over there, listen, I really like you. Uh, You know, I love you if he loves her. He doesn't love her, though. And he should have been like... I'm in an unhappy marriage. You know, this is my situation. I mean, I don't understand these people. What did he expect was going to happen when she got to India? What did he expect? I mean, sometimes these people are just cowards. He's he's just very, very weak man. So now she realizes she has to leave and she leaves off with him by saying to him, please, you know, 
please straighten this out. Please straighten this out. Well, listen, Jenny, if he didn't straighten out before you got to India, he's not going to straighten it out. And you know how you know that, you guys? Because when they have the reunion next week, they showed the coming attractions and it looked like he didn't show up. So he's afraid to even be on TV to show up for it. So she should have known if he was a wuss and, and couldn't tell her he was married before she got to India. He wasn't about, he's not going to leave his wife. He's probably happily married to his wife. I don't even believe he's unhappily married. I think he just said that for the show because he didn't want to look like a total creep. But um, that's the story with Jenny and Samit. And you just have to feel bad for her because she has all her faith in this guy that is basically, you know, he, I think he wants his cake and eat it too. All right. He's obviously happily married with his wife because I don't care culture or no culture. All right. If you're that miserable, you do something about it. You you try to do something about it. If not, you don't lead the other person on. Okay. So. She got herself in a bad situation there with Samit. So she should just, you know, move on. You know, she made a big mistake. She took a leap of faith and it went against her because she didn't really know what she was doing. All right, you guys, we're going to move on to Tiffany and Ronald in South Africa. So now you have Tiffany. She decides, well, you know... I think I should leave because my son, Daniel, he's not happy here. You know what I think? I think she wanted to go back to the U.S. She was not digging the whole South Africa, you know, worrying about all the crime there and the danger there. She was not feeling the whole situation. And I think she's using the kid as an excuse. But I I think she's also trying to protect her kid as well to go back to the U.S., But I think basically she just wasn't feeling it living there, you know. So now she's leaving and, you know, Ronald takes her to the airport and he's, you know, he's sad. He's broken up. And the kid, of course, was very sad. Her son's a very sweet boy. I think he's a very um, smart little kid. He understands a lot that's going on around him. And I noticed that like Ronald is hugging the kid, hugging the kid. And she's just like kind of standing on the side I mean, to me, she seems a little bit like a bit of a cold fish. Uh, that's my take on it. You know, instead of her hugging Ronald, she's not going to see him for what, six months, a year, maybe a year and a half. Who knows when or even if he'll get his visa approved. But she didn't seem overly affectionate, you know, if she's leaving the man that she loves and she's not going to see him for a year or so. So, I mean, she just like walked on to get on that plane like, okay, well, uh, we're going now. So, I mean, she just struck me as a little bit cold. I don't know. That was my take on it. And then she's worried because Ronald has a gambling habit. She's worried he's going to fall back into doing his old tricks of, you know, he's got a problem with his money and everything like that. Well, The greatest indicator of future behavior is prior behavior. So we all know he's going to fall back into his old pattern. All right. And they show that in the coming attractions, you know, she's yelling at him because he's doing something that he shouldn't be doing again. So there you go. All right. Now, now she has a situation where she's in the U.S. She's pregnant 
She has no control over anything he's doing over there or um, any of his bad habits are coming back again. And what is she going to do now? Is she going to apply for this visa to bring this guy over that has a problem with money? So it should be interesting to see where that goes. Next, you guys, we're going to move to um, South Korea with Devin and Jahani, Jahoni, where they show Devin there and they decide, okay, we're going to have the Korean wedding here for them. The parents are going to have the Korean wedding. Well, I have to say, you know, his parents, to me, seem like very nice, sweet people. They pretty much, they took her in. They're trying to be very nice to her. And she's just like, she just has that miserable face on like, uh, what kind of wedding is this? This is not like, I don't feel like a bride. Well, hello, you're in South Korea. This is the culture. This is the tradition of the wedding there. You want to have a traditional wedding? Then you have a traditional wedding down the road when you get back to the U.S. If you get back to the U.S. or you plan it. But I mean, what did you, what do these people expect, really? You know, if you want traditional, you know, weddings, then have it in the U.S., okay? You're over there, you're in a foreign country, and that's how they do it. But all she did was put the face on and say, I'm hot, I'm sweaty, uh, do I have to hold my arms up like this the whole time? Like, it's like, shut up, okay? This is his tradition, and, you know, just go along for the ride to make everybody happy, You could always have your traditional wedding down the road or whatever. But she's just like, I mean, she's a very naive girl, 22-year-old girl. What 22-year-old girl goes off to South Korea with a newborn baby on a plane for 20 hours? Can somebody tell me who would do that, all right? That's somebody that really has no brains whatsoever, and her family must be even more stupid to let their daughter do that. But I guess some people don't have control over their kids or, but they should have, you know, educated her as to what she was going to be facing when she went over there. So now she's over there in South Korea with a guy that, again, she's has this hopes that things will work out. You don't hope that something's going to work out. You have to look into it. You can't like put your head in the sand and say, oh, I hope things work out. No, this is your life. She's got two kids, okay, that she's got to think about, and she hopes it works out. He's already got a criminal record for stealing phones, and it's an international crime where he was taking them to China. He doesn't have a stable job. He's had all these months to get his act together and have money flowing in, and he has no money. So now she's in a situation where she's living with the parents in this two-by-four house, with like no shower. So you know what? You did it to yourself. She kind of did it to herself, you guys. Okay, so now we're going to move on to one of my favorite couples here because this one, ugh, Evelyn and Corey. Now this guy, Corey, I mean, he's dumber than dumb, dumb, okay? She told him she doesn't want to get married, all right? Somebody's telling you they don't want to get married, then, you know, take take the hint. Duh. Okay, but no, he's thick. He's going to he's going to do what he wants to do. 
So he decides he's going to do this big hot air balloon and make it all romantic. He's trying to entice her to marry him. And you know what? Let's give him, you know, a thumbs up for the effort with the proposal. You know, they went up in the air balloon and he puts the sign out. Will you marry me, Evelyn? And he's like, oh, do you see the sign? Now, she must know what he's about to do. She's not stupid, okay? He's doing all this for some reason. And she's like, oh, I I can't read the sign. She probably could read the sign, but she was doing the dumb routine, you know, trying to play the, the dumb act. So now they come down off the hot balloon and he decides, okay, well, I'm going to walk her by the sign and I'm going to propose to her. So he goes by the sign, he gets down on the knee with, and he's holding the ring up and she's looking at him like, oh no, you know, like, oh no. Well, if you're going to propose to somebody and they have that face on like, oh no. And she says to him, are you serious? I mean, if I was going to do that to somebody and they said, are you serious? You know what I would say? No, I'm not. See you later. Okay. Because if somebody is not interested or doesn't want to marry you, what do you want them for? But he's an idiot. Okay. So he continues on. And the other thing I wanted to add, you guys, is I feel that she is still involved with her ex or with some other guy. That's why she doesn't want to get married. She's got another guy on the side because she's a no good chick. All right. They already said in the town she's been cheating on him like crazy. So she's bad news. But he's an idiot. And you know what? He had the flags. Okay. Because the guy in the town told him, you know, she cheated on you while you were away. So... Is he really going to trust her? I mean, he's just, he doesn't see what's going on here, which is really sad because he's a very nice guy. But again, he's, you know, he's a fool. He's just a, a straight up fool. All right. So now you have a situation where she goes, yes, I, cause she knows she has to say yes. He went through all this and now she's in a spot. So how's she going to say no? All right. So she figures, all right, I'll just say yes and I'll just stall him a little bit. Because if you catch what she said, she was like, um, oh, well, I could accept the ring, but I don't have to get married right away. So she's she's stringing him along. This is what she's doing because she's got the other guy on the side, you guys. That's what she's doing. She's got a guy on the side. That's why she says, oh, I don't want to get married. I don't want to get married because you got a guy. We know. All right. But he doesn't know because he's an idiot. So now you see the coming attractions for next week. All right. And she's got the other guy there, you guys, on the reunion show. And you see Corey get upset and walk out. Well, you know what? I hate to say it, but I'm going to say it again. You did it to yourself. You did it to yourself because you had the flags there. When the guy in the town told you she was cheating on you and you knew she was cheating on you and she finally admitted it, but still you believed her and you didn't see what she was about. And I think when he came back after his father uh, passed away, he had to go back home and then he came back and she was trying to be a little bit more affectionate to him. Like, I really love Corey and this and that. I think she must have had a fight with the other guy. So she was like, she's probably playing both guys, you know. So she came back to Corey and she figures, oh, well, I'm not going to let him go 
because, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with the other guy on the side. Maybe she had a fight with the other guy. That's why she said she deleted him off her social media and everything like that. You know, who knows if she did. And, you know, another thing, you guys, somebody could delete somebody off social media. That doesn't mean anything. If somebody wants to contact you, they can contact you a million different ways. So I don't understand that whole business of, oh, yes, I deleted my ex off my social media. Well, you know what? They, he may still have her phone number. There's a lot of different ways he can contact her. So that doesn't mean anything. So that's the take on Evelyn and Corey, you guys. So the coming attractions look very, very interesting. So I'll keep you posted. And thanks for listening. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. And stay tuned for my next episode. Okay? Have a great night, you guys. Bye.